Welcome everybody to your Thursday episode of Max Sports. It's Pick'em Day. I am fighting through something tough right now, but I am a warrior. Had to go to the dentist this morning, and so my teeth are a little sore after the cleaning. My dentist is telling me that, ooh, you gotta, you gotta make sure that you're flossing enough. I don't think that that's the reason my gums are bleeding when it feels like they are doing a Mortal Kombat finishing move on my lower gums. I don't know. I'm not the expert, so I'm probably wrong, but there is something I am an expert in. Picking football games. I know. A great gift I was gifted. We're going to break down all of the divisional round matchups, and I will give you a prediction on who I think is going to win each game. Let's get this episode started. All right, we only have seven games left this NFL season, which is kind of sad, but we have four games that we're going to be predicting today. When it came to the wild card round, I actually got every prediction right, except the Cleveland Browns. I'm sorry, Browns fans. So if I pick your team, chances are uh, maybe, maybe they'll win. I have a good track record so far. Let's start with the Saturday games, and the one that we'll have to start with first is the afternoon game, Houston versus Baltimore. The Texans are coming onto the road to play the Ravens for the second time in Baltimore this season. For those people who are Texans fans or want the Texans to win, I suggest not looking at the score of the first match. It did not go well. But these teams have changed so much since the first time that they've met each other. The Ravens, they look to be probably the most complete team in the entire NFL this year. They really haven't had a slump this year. They really haven't had a time where their play hasn't been good. They've avoided things that Raven teams of the past have done. Playing down to competition, not finishing games. This team doesn't seem to do that. They just blitz you outright and, and beat you by a million. Houston comes into this game after beating maybe the dark horse of the entire AFC playoffs, the Cleveland Browns. Houston lit up that defense, and C.J. Stroud look, looked amazing in the game. I've been very impressed with C.J. Stroud's season so far. And again, this is probably one of the best rookie quarterback seasons we have ever seen in NFL history. When it comes to the run game, it is not amazing, but it is led by Devin Singletary. He does enough to keep the chains moving when they need it, or to at least respect the run enough where they can use it to set up passing plays. It's not what their identity is, though. But Nico Collins, on the other hand, that is something that is crucial to this Texans team. Nico Collins has come out of nowhere this season, having 80 receptions for almost 1,300 yards and eight touchdowns. He has been one of the best receivers in the entire NFL this season and is definitely something that the Ravens are going to have to keep their eyes on. When it comes to the Ravens, there are differences with this Ravens team than I've seen from previous ones. First things first, I think that this is the best overall talented roster in the Lamar Jackson era. I also think that this is the best that they have played and stayed healthy. There are Raven teams of the past that looked like they were locks for playoff spots or division titles over the last couple of years that have fallen short, unfortunately due to just injury. If we remember, Lamar Jackson, one of my biggest criticisms about him in the offseason was that he couldn't stay healthy. Todd Munkin comes in, the new offensive coordinator for the Ravens, and they have been able to develop a system that has not only worked better, but kept Lamar on the field. Get him out of bounds. Get him to slide. 
get him to not take as many big hits. This has helped protect him and keep his longevity for the rest of the season. Remember the past two years, Lamar hasn't been able to finish them with ankle and leg injuries, and that's not what you want out of a dual-threat quarterback. So I'm very glad to see Lamar Jackson has made it this far in the season, and I'm excited to see him potentially get his second playoff win of his career. He's arguably the MVP this season. So this is going to be a big matchup between the Ravens and the Texans. I am leaning, though, right now, Baltimore Ravens. They're probably my second favorite team in the AFC right now to have a chance to make it to the Super Bowl. We'll talk about number one later. And I think that the experience from quarterback to coach to just overall roster will have this Ravens team ready to play on the road against a young Texans team. Moving on to our next game, Saturday night football. We got the 49ers hosting the Green Bay Packers. San Fran comes into this game as a nine-point favorite, but I will say I think the game will be much closer than people believe. The Green Bay Packers come into this game at nine and eight, and I will say this. I think that people need to look at the Packers with more respect than what their record shows. You saw it from Dallas, but I'll give you another example. This is the healthiest we have seen the Green Bay Packers this season. Yes, Remember early in the year, I talked about how I thought they were going to start falling apart a little bit after their loss to the Lions on Thursday Night Football because I thought that their injuries were catching up to them. Aaron Jones was out. They weren't able to run the ball. They have some decent backup running backs, but nothing that's good enough. A.J. Dillon is not a number one back. You saw it in that Cowboy game. The offense, Jordan Love is obviously the most important piece of the offense, but Aaron Jones has to be the most important weapon. They have a bunch of first and second year receivers and tight ends. Having a veteran running back will help out this offense. And you saw how they played without him this year. This is the healthiest we've seen Aaron Jones. So I think there's a lot of games this season that the Packers lost that they could have won if they were just simply healthy. So they're playing at the their best football at the right time. They're healthy, and they're playing against a 49ers team. Let's be honest, they haven't played a real football game in a month. They had last week off. They played against the Rams, but those were all the backups. Their starting players have not played football in three weeks now. And so I am definitely concerned for this 49ers team a little bit where I don't believe that they will be covering and getting nine points and beating the Packers by two scores. I do think that the 49ers will win this game because I think the overall talent of the offense will be able to do enough to really expose a fairly weak Packers defense. However, there is one thing that needs to be said when it comes to the 49ers era under their current head coach. Kyle Shanahan is great at a lot of things. One of them, though, coming back from behind is not a very good skill set of his. He is a very hard time coming back from games where they are losing at any point in time. If they are down by more than a touchdown in a game, mathematically, they almost always lose. You don't believe me? Look at the stats yourself. He's won one game when he's been down by seven or more points. Yeah, which means kickoff happens, Packers get the ball and run it back for a touchdown. The chances of the 49ers winning immediately drops to below like 5%. Yeah, they can get a huge lead and maintain it, but they only play one style of football and they don't necessarily adapt well to it. 
I think the 49ers will do it, and I think they get the win because I think that the defense and the offense is much more experienced and balanced where the Packers have a solid offense but a fairly mediocre defense. Give me San Fran to win this game. Moving on to the Sunday games. Sunday afternoon, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are coming in and facing the Detroit Lions. Now, Tampa is worried about one thing, especially due to the reporter that asked head coach Todd Bowles, how will the Buccaneers adapt to the cold weather conditions for Detroit, where he simply responded that they haven't because Detroit plays in a dome. Good thing that Todd Bowles actually knows that because apparently the Tampa Bay journalists did not. Tampa Bay comes into this game upsetting the Philadelphia Eagles and now playing the Lions, who had a huge emotional victory over Matthew Stafford, their former quarterback, and the Los Angeles Rams. I like this matchup for Detroit more than I liked their previous one. I think the big thing that you have to worry about when it comes to Detroit, they just had a huge, huge emotional victory. The crowd was louder than ever. It was the loudest indoor stadium in in history, I believe, with how loud that, that, that crowd was against the Rams. You don't want to go back out there against a Buccaneers team. You're favored by almost a touchdown over now and come out limp. You need to show up again, and you need to respect this opponent. I said it. I've been talking with my friends. I think the Lions have the easiest path to the Super Bowl right now, especially with the divisional round. You don't believe me? What team would you rather play than the Tampa Bay Buccaneers? What quarterback would you rather play than Baker Mayfield in the postseason? The Buccaneers got a very impressive win, and I'll be honest, as a Lions fan, I rather would have seen the Eagles because I don't think that they enjoy playing football for money. Plus, I would have loved to have had Matt Patricia come back to Detroit just so we could boo the absolute life out of him and then kick his ass out of our stadium again. That would have felt really good after all the pain he gave me as our head coach. But here we are. I think the big matchup, something has got to give here, and that has got to be the run game of the Lions versus the run defense of the Buccaneers. Tampa loves to blitz. You saw what they did against the Eagles. If you were watching that game, there were times where they looked like they were in goal line formations anywhere on the field. They would just mismatch and just hope that Jalen Hurts couldn't hit the guy that they were leaving open, and it worked. Will that work, though, against the Lions, where they use a lot of decoy plays, they use a lot of motion, and they use a lot of trickery in order to get guys open? They also have a lot more weapons at different levels of the ball. Philly, they have some good receivers. They have a solid tight end, but for Detroit, they have two different types of running back, both who have been playing good this year. They have a much better offensive line. They have an elite weapon in Amon Ross St. Brown and Sam Laporta. And then they all have a bunch of little hodgepodge rotational receivers that have different skills. Josh Reynolds, he's a bigger bodied guy. Khalif Raymond, he's kind of a speedster. They have a bunch of different weapons that can play at all different levels. I think the keys for the Lions to win this game, who are favored, would be to, as long as they win the turnover battle and they can run the ball on the Buccaneers, I think that is all it will take for them to win this game. Jared Goff, when you see him stay clean in the game, stay upright and not throw interceptions, this team has hardly lost games. When they have, though, it's usually when the pass rush comes in heavy, Jared Goff gets pressured and makes mistakes. I think the run game will set up Goff for easier throws and they will not have to over-rely on him. This game already happened earlier in the year when the Lions went to Tampa. And if anyone who watched that game remembered, 
Jameer Gibbs, their star young rookie running back, was actually out in that game. And uh, David Montgomery, their starting running back, got hurt in that game. So they were without their rushing attack pretty much the entire three quarters of the game. And Jared Goff was dealing that day. On top of it, they got one of the best performances out of their defense this season. I like the Lions to win this game, and I will be picking them to go to the NFC Championship game because I think that that will be the difference. The offensive consistency, I like the run game. Even if it becomes a shootout or becomes a one-score game, I believe that with the run game and the pass protection around Jared Goff, if they can get the ball in their hands last, they would be able to score no matter what. And then on our final game, and I will call this one the game of the week, we got a rematch. Bills and Chiefs. This has been a classic for, what, three, four years now? It feels like the Bills and the Chiefs always create classic games and they always play each other within a score. This time, however, Kansas City has to go to Buffalo. This is the first road game, technically, of Patrick Mahomes' career, even though you could consider the Super Bowl he went to against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers to be a road game because that game was actually in Tampa. So maybe this is his second career road game. I don't know. But when it comes to this game, I look at two things. First things first, the Bills, yes, they got a double-digit victory over the Pittsburgh Steelers in the first round. However, I lost a lot of confidence at times with how this offense played. It was really gimmicky at times. It kind of fell back to the old ways of Buffalo Bills football where they score and get out to a huge lead, but they let Pittsburgh, a team that is much worse than the Kansas City Chiefs, sneak back into that game, allowed you know big plays, allowed them to come back. And if it wasn't for some turnovers here or there early in the game, that could have been a much closer game going into the later rounds, and I don't think that the Bills necessarily would have felt very comfortable knowing that. The Bills are my Super Bowl pick. I think that they are the team that is going to win it this time. Um, I am losing a little bit of confidence, so if you didn't hear that little pause. Uh, I'm starting to lean Chiefs in this one, but I will stick with what my Super Bowl pick from the beginning of the playoffs was. Give me the Bills. Buffalo all the way this time! If you remember that clip, I, I've seen it on the internet before, but it's it's a fan back in the Jim Kelly era of the Bills where after like the second consecutive Super Bowl they lost, he was shouting that Buffalo was going to win it. They ended up not winning it. They ended up going back again and not winning it. So this time, though, I am going to pick the Bills. I think the offense, despite being very gimmicky at times, still has been able to prove that it's more than what the Chiefs can do. And um, I just like this Bills team to win this game in Buffalo. So those are going to be the picks. So if I am correct, we will be seeing a Lions 49ers NFC Championship game and a Bills-Ravens AFC Championship game. I think that that sounds like some damn good football. What do you think? Who do you think is going to make it to Championship Sunday? I can't wait to see the outcome of these games. Again, for me as a Lions fan, I think we're becoming America's team. I hope so. I hope people are cheering us on. So I am so excited to see my Lions. Usually around this time of the year, I'm seeing how bad the Pistons are doing and looking at NFL mock drafts. So this is kind of like un, unreached territories. that We haven't usually made it this far. So I'm very excited. I hope to see my Lions get a victory. 
And overall, I hope whoever's team, unless I'm sorry, unless you're a Buccaneers fan because can't can't be friends this week. But any other team, I hope if you're a fan of the Texans, of Niners or the Packers or something, I hope your team wins and you're feeling good after this weekend. Well, here's where we wrap up our episode. I appreciate everybody for listening, especially those who are listening every day. You make this page run. You make this show run. I appreciate it. Nobody answered my trivia question, so I will answer it for you. My trivia question from the last two episodes of Max Sports were, or was that the Detroit Lions, my team, they won their playoff game last week. They had the longest active playoff winning drought. So not just playoff appearance, but going and winning the game. They had the longest playoff win drought in the NFL. Now that they broke that, who had the longest since? That answer was the Miami Dolphins. The Dolphins now have the longest playoff win drought going all the way back to the year 2000. So yes, that means that CJ Stroud was not even alive the last time the Dolphins won a playoff game. Sorry, Dolphins fans, that probably stung, but don't worry. The email was not even accessible to the mass population the previous time the Lions won a playoff game. So don't worry. I'm in the same bucket as you up until recently. So enjoy your day. I cannot wait to see you on Friday. We'll have a great episode for you then. Until then, though, adios, my friends.